What would our life look like if we showed up with just a little bit more confidence? Today, I'm excited to have Kyrie on the podcast and on the YouTube channel. She is the confident mompreneur and she is inspiring women all over the globe to live a confident life. She is all about personal growth, self-development, body positivity, and seeking uh, comfort and peace in the backcountry. She will also be speaking at our upcoming summit in May. And I'm really excited to have her on the panel, to have her on the show today, uh, sharing a little bit about her background and her history and what she's going to be presenting. And I'm really looking forward to having her on our virtual stage. And if you want to learn more about our summit, please head on over to our website, hikelikeawoman.com. Click that tab that says summit and you can learn all about it. But for now, enjoy our conversation. Okay, so I met you. Two years ago, we were both on a panel for uh, some women in business event at the College of Business here at the University yeah. of Wyoming. I think it was yeah. Women's Business Week. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, Women's Business Week. And I was I hadn't ever met you before. And I was like, damn, this, she's doing it. Like, she's making shit happen. She is helping people. She's changing lives. Um, and then I've meant to connect for the past two years, but I haven't. So... I, <laughs> I'm glad that we can have a conversation today and I, it feels silly to be in the same town and be talking on um, a video call, but I'm I'm excited. <laughs> so thank you for taking a little bit of your day to chat with me. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I mean, I agree. I felt the same way about you. I was definitely done to you and all the things that you were doing. So I'm so glad we get to connect now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like our paths have crossed, but now they are really crossing because you're speaking at our upcoming summit, and I'm really excited about that. So as I was preparing for our conversation, I wanted to know a little bit more about you. And so I went to your website, of course, where I start all the research, and you had this amazing quote by the famous Roman emperor and Stoic philosopher Marcus Aurelius. And that quote said, our life is what our thoughts make it. Mm -hmm. And I think you can tell a lot by a person by what quotes they put on their website and on their social media. So tell me about this quote and why that is powerful to you. Well, for me, it's one of those things where I think life is hard. It's hard on all of us. We all go through really tough things and we can either make those our entire identity or use it to shift into something bigger and better. And it really depends on how we think about it, what, you know, stories we decide to tell ourselves. Um, and for me, I think the words that we tell ourselves and the stories that we tell ourselves are so impactful to the rest of our lives and really can just shift everything. Our thoughts become our actions. Yep. Absolutely. So what are we, what are we feeding our brain? Yeah, entirely. I mean, we we always hear about things like gratitude practices and stuff and how those can shift like our actual thinking and the neurons in our brain. You know, it's the same thing if we're telling ourselves how much we hate our bodies or, you know, things like that. That is what your brain is going to focus on. So really shifting the way that we think is so important. And you talk about a lot about that. Um, give us a little brief background about your business and what you do and help you how you help women, um, just to introduce yourself to our community. 
Yeah. So I go by the Confident Mompreneur and that is my business. So really, I am a confidence coach. Um, I call myself your biggest confidence cheerleader. I host a podcast. I, you know, do a lot of different things. But really, my intentions are to help women find the best, most confident version of themselves and everything that they do. Um, and so I talk a lot about, you know, especially those mindset pieces, but also like, you know, business, family life, relationships, health and wellness. Um, and in a lot of that, I do use the outdoors because I think that's a big part of my personal healing journey. And how could you not? Because we're in one of the most beautiful places on the planet yeah. here in Southeastern <laughs> Wyoming. So yeah, I, I'm sure like me, you are just drawn to these beautiful landscapes, especially during times of struggle and trial and difficulty. Um, why the word confident? Because I think confidence plays into so many different things, right? We gain confidence through the words that we're telling ourselves. We gain confidence by putting ourselves out there and doing scary things. We you know, confidence plays into so many different areas of our lives. And once we become confident in one thing, it kind of starts to like leak into all the other areas of our life too. So it's not like if you just get confident in one area, like you're really good at that, but you suck at everything else. So it really plays into itself. How did you become interested in this? Um, my own personal journey, which I'm sure is like the answer that everybody gives, right, of why they got into the, what they did. But um, I was in a pretty abusive, toxic um, marriage, and I had been separated from my family for a long time, been separated from a lot of the things that really meant something to me. Mm-hmm. Um had kind of became a husk of a person is what uh-huh. my mom would say. Um, and so I decided at some point, like, I couldn't live like that anymore. And I was the only one that was going to be able to make the changes that I needed to make. So I really started diving into personal development and that kind of world. I quit my full-time job and went back to school as a mom of um he was one and a half at that time and kind of went through this whole just personal development journey really gained my own confidence through that and doing scary things like going back to school I started my own nonprofit to help other moms going back to school I just was really putting myself out there and it paid off in the long run um I ended up leaving that marriage and becoming a single mom. And then it, you know, took on a whole nother meaning. And I feel like every area of my life that I've gone through, it's just required new, scarier things of me. And so really had to work on my confidence journey throughout the whole thing. This might be too personal of a question and you don't have to answer it, but you said that something happened that kind of made you realize you wanted to dive into personal development. What was that that trigger or that catalyst or that spark that was like, hey, my life, I'm not happy with where my life is. Um, I need to make a change. Was there one specific event or conversation or thought that came to your mind as you realized that, hey, I need to, I need to make some changes? 
Well, I was in um, a pretty big fight with my husband at the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was a lot of verbal abuse going on um, and emotional manipulation and those types of things. And it was right in front of my son, you know, Mm -hmm. who was a year and a half old at that time. And I think especially if you're a mom, you get it. Like you'll do things for your kids that you would never do for yourself. Um, yeah. Just because, you know, it's our built-in, you know, yeah. job to protect them. And for me, it was like, I want to protect him from what's going on. I don't want him to think that this is what love and a healthy relationship looks like. Um, so that means that I need to leave. But throughout that you know there was also some financial abuse so I didn't like have any credit I didn't have a car to my name I didn't have a lot of those things and I was like okay well like if I want to really get out of this like I've actually gotta be able to have those things so how do I do that and so that kind of drove me back to school and with that the personal development started Mm -hmm. so it was like a whole thing you did it as a way to show your child that. I can do this like that. I think that's, I think that's incredibly powerful. I think um, to you changed your family tree, you changed Mm -hmm. the culture. Your child is growing up in a home where they feel loved and supported. And um, that, that love is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that really ancestral healing. Like we're healing the chain for all of those who come after us. Yeah, yeah, that's so powerful. That is so powerful. I'm proud of you because mm-hmm. that's hard, and it does take confidence. So I now I now I can put the confidence together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. how it all kind of fits together. <laughs> I want to talk about the summit because uh, I I believe that when we go through difficult things, right, health issues, traumatic events, divorces, uh, the birth of a child, uh, a change in careers, all of these, all of these ups and downs, these peaks and valleys in our lives, I I believe that they really help to shape who we are. And they help us create a story of our life and it's like how does how does the story end does it end with us not being able to pick ourselves up off the ground or does it end with us getting to that summit and and knowing that we that we did it that we chose that hard that 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 hard path that difficult climb you chose the difficult climb mm-hmm. um talk to us about um your presentation at our upcoming summit because I'm really excited about it and I think you have such a powerful message to share. So in just a minute, because we don't want to give away too much because we want people to like, you know, come to the summit and listen to your full talk. But in just 60 seconds, tell us a little bit about what you're talking about and why. So it's funny, some of the words that you chose to use there, because it fits perfectly with what I'm talking about. So um, it's going to be called Embrace the Climb, Empowering Yourself in the Wild. And really, it's my personal story of like going through those really dark, hard times where I felt like I was literally at the depths of despair and how I really just trudged through that and climbed up this, you know, really difficult, hard mountain to get where I needed to go. 
and how the outdoors really played a big role in that in my healing journey, um, you know, from going from a suicide attempt to now where I am in life, empowering others to do the same. And naturally, I know why that topic interests you, because you literally climbed the goddamn mountain. Yep. <laughs> and you're going to keep climbing the damn mountain mm-hmm. over and over again. Um, I'm curious if you have a mentor or if you have someone like that has helped you get through these difficult times. Has it been a therapist? Has it been a friend? Has it been a group of friends? Or has it just been you grabbing your journal? and putting on your shoes and going for a walk? Like what, what has helped you get through these challenges in your life or? Yeah, honestly, it's mostly been me, you know, like I think especially when we're going through really difficult things, sometimes it can feel very vulnerable to share with other people, even if that's like a therapist or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Really, we have to be able to rely on ourselves, but also it's like knowing and having the access to the tools that are going to help us move through that. So sometimes that does require, you know, finding a therapist to work with. That was definitely a part of my journey. Mm -hmm. Um, But also like learning for myself and then sharing how to support me best with the people around me. Cause sometimes the people around you don't know like how to support you through those things and you have to actually teach them um, how to do that. So for me, that was like my partner, my parents, my son. Um, so, but honestly it comes back to you. Like you've got to have the want and need to do it for yourself. Nobody else is going to do the hard work for you. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Kyrie, you're still, you're a single mom. Mm-hmm. You're busy. You're working. You're an entrepreneur. You're doing all of these things, but you're also committed to helping women kind of, I hate to say live their best lives because that sounds so cliche and stupid, but it's true. Um, so, you're committed to helping women like develop confidence, grow personally. Um, you talk a lot about body positivity. How, how do you, uh, how do you balance all of this? And is there such a thing as like work-life balance? (laughs) For me, work-life balance, I think people always think of it as like this perfect, like 50, 50, right? And Mm -hmm. that is not the truth when, especially as an entrepreneur, like there are going to be times when different areas of your life require different things of you, right? So Mm -hmm. right now with you, you're, you're having this summit, which I'm sure is requiring a ton of your time and your energy and stuff. But once it's done, you're going to have like this lull where you Mm -hmm. can then put more time and energy into your family or into the outdoors and things that you want to do. So it's not a perfect 50-50. It's a give and a take. Mm-hmm. We only have 100% to give. It's like, what needs more of my time and energy right now? Um, and then just making sure that you're still trying to make sure that you're putting the most important things in your life at the top of that list. Um, so. Even if your job requires a little bit more of you, make sure that you're at least giving some time to your family because that is important to you. So it's like you need to know your own values and what's important and what's requiring more of you in that moment. 
I love that you mentioned the word values because I think there was a time in my life when my values were not in sync with my actions. Mm-hmm. And uh, it caused a lot of disruption in my life because I was not living my true authentic self. Because sometimes it's it's hard to be ourselves. Yeah. Especially if we are a perfectionist who is extremely hard on ourselves, which I think you might be too, but I certainly am. And it's hard to, it's hard to, um, hard to acknowledge that. Yeah. Well, and that's a lot of what I do too, is like helping you understand that you don't have to buy into what other people think is right. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that's your partner, your family members or society as a whole, like they're all going to have opinions on how you should be doing things. But honestly, the most important part is figuring out what you believe, what what's important to you and really building a life that fits those values, like you were saying. Yeah, it's a journey and it's difficult mm-hmm. to, to figure it out. We have these imperfect, we're like this imperfect being and, and it's like, how how do I navigate this life that I have chosen this Mm -hmm. life that I've been given with these choices that I've made it's complicated so I appreciate what you're doing you have an amazing podcast let's talk about your podcast you talk to a lot of incredible human beings who are I feel like the episodes I've listened to you've 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 talked to people who are just real just Mm -hmm. genuine authentic trying to help out other people Um, how did you start your podcast and why Well, honestly, I started it for myself because I'm one of those people that I love listening to other people's stories and really being able to learn from them. And like you said, I like real people. I like the people that are willing to share like the shit that we're going through, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's real life. Um, We all go through those hard times and it's like, okay, you've been where I am now. Like, how did you pull yourself out of this? Yeah. Um, and so really, I just like found people in my own life that I was like, you know, you, you, I saw you go through this really big, hard thing. Like, what was that like? How did you get through it? And um, it's kind of grown from there. I have almost 100 episodes recorded. Wow. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. So it, it, it's been an amazing process. I've met some amazing human beings, especially, you know, women. We've only had one guy in 100 episodes on, so mostly women. Um, But some amazing women and really heard some, you know, heart-wrenching stories. We've talked about a lot of really difficult things on there. And it's, you know, amazing to see the resilience in women and how we are able to like go through those hard things and just pick ourselves up and keep going because that's what is required for us right we have these little eyes on us all the time and it's like how can I teach them to be the best version of them and to get up and keep going um when I can't do it myself so that's a lot of pressure there's a lot of pressure about all the people that are watching us <laughs> not just our family but extended family friends mm-hmm. people in the community yeah yeah cool um so confidence is one of the themes that 
uh, weaves itself throughout everything that you do. Mm-hmm. And here at Hike Like a Woman, you know, I feel like we have a lot of women in our community who uh, really want to make big life changes or uh, or they want to go on a big, huge, epic adventure or they want to uh, start, uh, you know, a new workout routine or um, they want to they just want to do something to change their life, but they might be feeling like they don't have the confidence or the skills or the education or the knowledge or just the cheerleader on their court saying, you got this sister. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to those, that woman who is like, I need to make a big change in my life. I want to make a big change in my life, but I don't know how to get started. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I think there are a lot of things there. Um, so the first thing I would say is like surround yourself by other amazing people because that's the first step in leveling up in life is like surround yourself by people who are doing the things that you want to be doing Yeah, because we have so much to learn from each other. Um, so, you know, if they're in those groups, that's great. That's your first step. You've already got a group of amazing women cheerleading you on. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, the second step is like. Start putting yourself out there because that is the scariest, hardest part. That's like the big first step that makes you feel so, so vulnerable. But once you start putting yourself out there, you realize like, hey, this isn't so bad. I didn't die by putting, you know, this first step out there. Um, And so by putting yourself out there, too, you're providing some accountability to yourself. Mm-hmm. And to other people too, right? Which it's hard to do that because sometimes we feel like we're going to fail and fall straight on our face. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it, it gives us some incentive to really start doing the things that we say we're going to be doing. Um, and then it's like, just take the time and energy and put it into yourself. Because I think especially as women, we really have a hard time with that. Like, you know, putting the time and energy into the things that we like and the things that we want. Um, We think we're selfish for doing that. And it's not selfish to take time for yourself, to do things for yourself, to dream big. Um, Just think of all of the things that are going to come from it, not just for you, but for your families too. Um, So I think that those are kind of the, the big things that I would say. Yeah, we we can't pour from an empty cup. Nope. And everybody in our house is thirsty and they all want to drink. But if we have nothing in our cup, we can't we can't we can't sustain it. You said the word community and accountability, and I'm so glad that you did because I as you were talking, I was thinking back to cancer and like going through cancer treatment and then uh, adjusting to life after cancer, a big career change and one thing that's really helped me with community is, um, you know, and you might have experienced this too, going through really hard things is there's some friends that will walk beside you in the pain. And there's some friends that will walk beside you and lift you up and support you no matter what you're going through. Mm-hmm. There's other friends that will just want to be there like a trauma tourist. Like they just want the gossip. They just want the dirt and then they're going to step away and, and just gossip. Mm-hmm. And, and they're not really your friends. They're a trauma tourist. 
And then there's other people who see you going through this difficult challenge and just leave and, mm-hmm. and, and just stop. And you're like, I, I thought we were friends, but now you're, you're gone. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so as you were talking about community, community and accountability, I'm like, I want those friends that are going to walk beside me uh, no matter what I'm going through. And I think that's one thing that you're really helping to do is build community of women who are walking beside each other through those challenges. And one thing that I do that helps me with that community is I, when I'm going through a difficult challenge, I like to just hide in my house and I don't like to talk to people and I kind of become somewhat of a hermit. Mm-hmm. Um, but as as soon as I finished cancer treatment, um, just over a year ago, I, I, I made a deliberate effort once a week to go out and get coffee with a friend. And so that forces me to text a friend and say, Hey, how are you? Let's go get coffee. It forces me to get dressed and leave my house, even if I'm just in a deep, deep, dark, sad place. And it helps me build that community of women who I know have my back the next time I go through something hard. And mm-hmm. I love what you're doing and I think you're just making huge strides to help women develop confidence and resilience and grit and to feel loved and accepted. Um, where can we find you? Um, what do you do. So I am the confident mompreneur on Instagram. You can find me at Kiri Blaney on Facebook. Um, my website's the confident mompreneur Kiri.com. Um, I'm most active on Facebook or Instagram, really. Um, and I've created a really, like you said, great community of people there. And I love that you're a trauma tourist. I think that's so good. And it's so true. Um, I'll have to use that. But yes, <laughs> no, I, I love um, a big part of what I do is like, encouraging people to be vulnerable and share their stories because like you said that's where you find the people that really should be in your life and are really going to support you like that vulnerability creates connection and the right kind of connections um so yeah we're just a great community of amazing women we share our stories we we share the hard things we also give tips tools and direction on how to go through things and come out on the other side a little bit more confident and so yeah just come join us we're we're a fun group isn't she great just just amazing and that is just a sample of the kind of women who are speaking at our summits and um we have such an amazing group of women presenting. You are not going to want to miss this. Uh, the cool thing about our summit is it's going to be held in May. But let's say you can't join us live for the sessions or maybe you don't live in a time zone that's compatible with our summit. No worries. You're going to have access to all of the summit materials, all of the speeches, all the presentations for six months. So even if you can't join us in May for the actual summit itself, make sure you sign up for the summit anyway so you can catch the replays for six months and you can listen to them over and over and over again because it's like the best dose of inspiration you're going to get. 
I'm serious. It's going to be amazing. And if you want to learn more about our summit and, and all of our amazing presenters, uh, head on over to our website, hikelikeawoman.com.